Welcome to Whiskey and Lemon. I am your host, Lana Mercedes. I am back. It feels good to be back. I can't even tell you what happened to me. I got hit hard with some type of sickness. Doctor wanted to test me for pneumonia. We think it was bronchitis. I still have a bit of a lingering cough, so my voice may get raspy from time to time, but I'm feeling so much better. I believe I was sick for about three to four weeks. Last week was really just my cough manipulating me for a while, but it's all good. No hard feelings. I also want to give a huge thank you to Neil Cohen for stepping in for me while I was out. He is such a joy to work with and just speak with, so I knew he would be a great guest for this podcast. He had his friend and futurist Peter Leiden on as a guest. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. It's episode 80. Also, Alana Pratt who graced us with her solo episode last week, episode 81, where she discusses how the only one in common with our relationships is us. She covers how we do anything is how we do everything, that it may be fun to blame, but it is wise to take ownership, and that conscious awareness doesn't heal unconscious wounds. Definitely an episode to invoke reflection. While I was out, I noticed some impactful shifts in my mindset while I had to take some time to rest, relax, and recover. It got me thinking about how the initial stages of the process were probably things that most people can relate to, especially in the U.S. The work, be productive if you are relaxing, you are lazy mentality. So I wanted to share what days were like, my mindset during those days, and how I feel different when working now. Hopefully this mindset shift stays with me and doesn't fade over time. But I am also going to share what I plan to do to try and keep from losing what I learned. This is Go Easy on Yourself. I was about five days post-visiting my family when I started to feel a little sick. I felt strange the last couple of days I was there, but I chalked it up to allergies because I live in Los Angeles and that's what we have here. It's not to say that you don't have them in other places, but it is mad congested in this place. The air is ridiculously polluted. There is no breathing room. I'm getting texts from the pharmacy telling me how we have significant COVID transmission and that LA is the top 50% of infection rates in the U.S., All things that are unfortunately not surprising to us living here. Or probably to most that don't live here either. It's no secret that metro areas like LA, NYC, Philly, etc. are densely populated and have higher chances of rapid spread. With that being said, of course, one of the first things I did was check my temperature and take a COVID test. I took three throughout the course of my sickness, actually. All three negative. I never lost my sense of taste and smell, got headaches, or had a fever. So I felt pretty good that the results were accurate. But some weird things were happening for me. And when I say weird, I mean out of the ordinary. Usually a sore throat is the first symptom that I get, and then congestion and body aches kick in. This time, it just felt like I yelled loudly at a concert. So my voice was strained, and I felt like I had sand in my throat. And then the most irritating symptom lasted for only 24 hours. Teeth sensitivity. When I tell you guys every tooth in my mouth hurt, I feel like that still cannot explain the level of discomfort. I couldn't eat or drink anything, no matter the temperature. I made a hot toddy, and the sweetness of the honey lit my gums on fire. Later in the day, I tried to suck on a piece of dried fruit because I knew chewing it would be painful. Again, sweetness lit up my gums, and I just let the fruit fall right out of my mouth into the trash. I was like a baby trying mashed green beans for the first time. It was the worst. Apparently, it's common, but I had never experienced it before. Never want to again. I feel like I have a pretty high tolerance for pain until it affects my mouth or teeth. Don't play games with how I can enjoy a meal. I'll take a backache, knee ache, headache, but teeth sensitivity, wisdom teeth extraction, I'm having a major attitude. 
In those beginning stages, I felt bad and I knew I needed to take care of myself and get better. I was drinking tons of water, electrolytes, chicken stock, and hot ginger tea as often as I could. I tried to sleep early, but oftentimes would wake myself up from coughing. I did a neti pot type nasal rinse one to two times a day and steamed my face over a hot pot of rosemary water. I took vitamin C and zinc. Don't come to me about elderberry or echinacea tea. I can't stomach it. It's gross. I was slowly starting to feel better, though. And then out of nowhere, I got so much worse. I took COVID tests during this time as well, and they always came out negative. I made a big pot of soup. Recipe coming soon. I love to cook. Soups are one of my favorites, and I'll be posting the recipe on my Instagram. Anyway, this was the second week, and I started to feel the American guilt. Another week that I couldn't get work done. My energy was so low. I was blowing my nose every minute. No, seriously, every minute. My chest was aching with sharpness from how much I was coughing, and that in turn made it painful to breathe. Even with all of that, I felt guilty, or lazy perhaps, for not being as productive as I was used to being. Even when I had made myself the pot of soup, it was a sense of accomplishment, despite feeling horrible. Then I realized I am no good to work right now. I couldn't complete projects to my usual ability. I couldn't speak on a podcast with a comprehensible voice. I wouldn't be able to get any work done without excusing myself to blow my nose after 60 seconds. Why force myself to work knowing it would be half-ass? Why force myself to work knowing it would only delay my healing process? Because I was overlooking the body I had at the moment. There's a meme regarding work life that I saw a while back that rings so true, and it's probably going to sound very familiar to you. It says something like, the rest of the world. I am out exploring the world for the summer. I will respond to your email upon return. Then it says America. I am out of the office for two hours having open heart surgery. Please feel free to text me if this is urgent. I hate this mentality. We work to live, not live to work. I think with the state of the economy, a lot of people are discovering that now. But it also hurts me that it takes something like loss of work for people to realize that they are not their jobs. We have a life outside of that. Of course, I understand that some people genuinely enjoy what they do for work or may even need to spend more time working than they'd like, but it's important to find your identity outside of it, no matter what. It's important to find what you enjoy and what you offer outside of work production. This way, when something out of our control may shift, we can still find joy and not feel lazy for focusing on those things instead of the amount of work we've done so that we don't feel lazy when we need to take time to nurture ourselves. And I don't just mean when we don't feel well, but in general. If you can sleep in one morning and you know you need that rest, do so. And don't feel guilty. And who cares what someone says about it? If you need to sleep early, who cares if someone says lucky you? Being busy is not a feat. Accomplishments are great, yes, but being able to say you are busy is not a flex. Take time for yourself. For me personally, my most fulfilled self personally and professionally is to focus and get a project complete and then step away for a couple minutes. Drink water, get some fresh air, maybe even lie on my yoga mat in Shavasana for a minute. Whatever I need, I find whatever time I can. View taking that time for yourself as essential as you taking time to drink water. If you have time to watch TV or talk on the phone, you have time to take a minute for yourself. Find at least five minutes. But the goal should be to get more. Make that a feat. And don't get down on yourself when you do so. I'm back to work now and feel better than ever as I navigate projects. What may have taken me four hours to get through because I couldn't focus may now only take me an hour or two because I know when I need to pause and refresh my mind. 
Me staring at a blinking cursor when I know my mind needs to step away is not going to help me finish my work, nor help me mentally. I have two quotes for you this week. The first one is by Sydney Harris, the time to relax is when you don't have time for it. And the second one is by Deepak Chopra, relaxation is the prerequisite for that inner expansion that allows a person to express the source of inspiration and joy within. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Find me at Mercedes on Instagram to submit your questions and topic suggestions.